You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenim-speaking Musqueam people. Thank you. 
Good evening. Happy Orthodox Easter. And a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's particular community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the Student Nestan campus. And our signal takes us throughout the Lower Mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south. West past Point Grey, then dipping south across the Salish Sea to all the ships and creatures in the water. Then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space. As long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground. From where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. If you have Telus Optic, you can tune us to CITR on your television sets on channel 7023. Last I checked, that is the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, normally in all these places and where else the internet takes you, you'd find us on the web at www.citr.ca. And normally, yeah, you'd find the Exploding Head Movie Show page there, with track listings and downloads for most recent episodes, along with links to the podcasts. But, as has been the case for the past few weeks, the website is offline. Sounds like there's some progress on getting that resolved making sure everything adheres to the appropriate security policies, but it's still a drag. Thankfully, streaming does work, so worst comes to worst, just go to the website live.citr.ca. I forget if it's HTTP or HPS, so please redirect. Figure it out. But there you can find the Shoutcast streams available in various formats. For those times, you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless. And yes, podcasts will resume since our logger still records everything and we can update things later this time around I have failed to do any home recording right now so this episode is purely for the live listeners for the foreseeable future but yeah hopefully we can get podcasts up and running again my name is Gak and I'll be your editor for the next two hours so let's get those goms in place there and you can always try to pick up the latest edition of Exploding Head Movies in your Sonic newsstand of course, that entire metaphor has collapsed with the website being down, but yeah, in time. If you can't listen live, you're hearing it somehow. But yes, you should receive your complimentary newly regulatory subscription card in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, there's probably a 3 by 5 inch bit of paper that you can check the appropriate boxes on and slip in your mailbox and see what will arrive later. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. That spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R after the area code. Please keep it short and sweet and to the point since we are mixing everything live. We're pushing the levers. You're spinning the dials. We're queuing the appropriate things. Of course, with the website down, there's a little less paperwork for us to deal with. Of course, once it's back up, there's plenty to catch up on anyways. Single person operation here. A lot of the stuff that you're picking up, 
Always a little bit of flailing in the background to get into your ears, but hopefully. Knock on wood, smooth sailing here. Emails working, radiofreegag at gmail.com. Exploding Movies is on Facebook under its given name. I'm still on Twitter, at least for the foreseeable future, despite its recent sale. It is at 100 Air. And on Instagram, it is myopic, man. So, as Sarah Cabone, host of Feeling Sounds, alluded to, it's a change of season here at UBC. There are three days left of exams here for what is the winter term. And there's going to be a few weeks break before the summer sessions kick in, so a bit of a quiet period on campus right now. At this point, most of the trees have the leaves. The chlorophyll is starting to make the leaves a little bit darker. There's still some last remnants of cherry blossoms around. But yeah, as I look over the hill here from the lower levels of the student nest, dandelions are already blossoming. They've already gone from yellow to white. So if you need to, just blow on those seeds and see what other weeds grow elsewhere. So, And as Exploding Head Movies goes, well, this is episode 600. So I appreciate that this one becomes a bit of a lost episode for a little while, but uh, if you are a listener going back to the days of Radio Free Gag, technically this is episode 698. That one day I'll remember anything ends with a zero two is actually a centennial mark. So episode 602 will be actually 700 episodes on air. That's what happens when they let you loose in the studio here for over 14 years. And to mark the occasion, we'll profile a regular soundtrack favorite here. Hopefully of yours too. If you, the visuals and the other screen work storylines confound you you have to admit at least the music is always good in a Wes Anderson film and the most recent one is The French Dispatch scored by the French composer Alexandre Desplat though he years away from the expected instrumentation so not so much in the way of accordions but there's plenty of other French and classical songs that harken back to various eras of Gallic culture We started off with new and totally different music from the band Salt, S-A-U-L-T, and from their new album, Air, which just came out a few days ago, we heard Reality. Up until now, Salt primarily was kind of an R&B, neo-soul vein with a serious groove, but this act now went contemporary classical in a daring move. It features the music confectionery choir out of London, England, alongside Rosie Danvers with the string section Wired Strings. Wild change, almost like Alice Coltrane in the 70s. Especially considering that uh, their most recent album, which was last year's Nine, only existed for 99 days before it disappeared. And in the background, this is King Cobb Steely. From their 1994 sophomore album, Project Twinkle, I speak over technique. Great Guelph act headed up by the guitar singer Kevin Byrne and bassist Kevin Lynn. And one of my favorites during my university years, which is now almost 28 years old. But um, alas, multi-percussionist Mike Armstrong recently passed away. Early on in the years of change of heart, he was a percussionist there. And uh, both change of art and King Cobb Steele eulogized a dear friend, a curious spirit, a kindred soul. And once change of heart kind of went more grungy he had a change of heart and he sort of stuck with something that tied into his love of the groove so he joined king cobb steely 
helping out with their 1991 self-titled debut. And uh, over time, King Cobb, they were definitely a prog funk act at first, but they got, as we heard, dubbier and twisty over time. And Armstrong then became a full-time songwriter with them. Most recent King Cobb Steely release is 2013's EP, Goodbye Arcadia. Alas, Mike Armstrong's death was announced on April 21st this year, tied to a cardiac event. At this time, no other details are available, and he was 58 years old. We'll do another song off of Project Twinkle, perhaps their best-known song. Here's King Cobb Steely with the Triple Oceanic Experience. You're now listening to Exploding Hemmies Live for the realms of Studio A of that radio station that knows when to rule its marbles and knows when not to lose them. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
fois que tu maîtrises ton lancer, il faut que tu saches quand t'en servir. Il est important de toujours te fixer une cible quand tu pratiques tes lancers. C'est en fermant ou en ouvrant ta palette que tu peux vraiment contrôler tes lancers. Pour viser bas, baisse ta palette. Pour lancer haut, remonte-la. N'oublie pas que tes lancers du revers sont toujours plus difficiles à cause de la courbure du bâton. Tu attaques le gardien de but, tu ne dois jamais garder la rondelle devant toi parce qu'il sait que tu ne peux pas lancer dans cette position-là. D'un coup d'œil, il anticipe ta manœuvre, soit de feindre lancer, soit de faire une passe, puis il recule. Il ne faut jamais que tu lui laisses savoir ce que tu vas faire. C'est déjà assez difficile de compter un but sans céder un avantage supplémentaire au gardien. Donc, pousse toujours la rondelle à côté de toi, il ne pourra pas deviner ton intention. Ensuite, s'il recule jusqu'au filet, lance. S'il reste à l'extérieur, fait semblant de lancer. L'attaquant doit toujours réagir à la position du gardien. C'est pour ça qu'il est très important d'avoir l'esprit clair. Tu sais qu'à pleine vitesse, avec deux ou trois joueurs à ta poursuite, tu as peut-être un quart de seconde pour regarder, analyser et réagir. Surtout, ne décide jamais d'avance ce que tu vas faire. Il faut que tu apprennes à penser vite, très vite. Souvent, on utilise le coup du revers quand on a une chance de déjouer le gardien dans une confrontation de 1 à 1. Manie la rondelle de l'avant-main au revers. Souviens-toi que la rondelle peut être contrôlée seulement si elle se trouve près du talon du bâton. Ensuite, hésite. Hésite encore et lance haut. Toujours en haut. Hors de portée de la jambière ou du bâton du gardien. Par déviation, il faut rester devant le filet et attendre de lancer. Mais attention, il faut aussi affronter des joueurs de défense plutôt costauds. Et ça, c'est pas pour moi. Un jeu que j'aime beaucoup et qui me satisfait vraiment, c'est par exemple quand je reçois dans notre zone une passe de Larry Robinson, qu'elle échappe à mon couvreur et que je patine à toute vitesse à l'autre bout. Vers le centre de la ligne bleue, j'échange des passes avec Steve et Pierre. Ensuite, je m'empare de la rondelle, je me dirige vers le filet et tout près du gardien, je fais mon lancer. Et je glisse la rondelle à Steve. Il lance et con, et con, et con, et con. Un jeu de collaboration comme celui-là m'excite souvent plus qu'un but que je compte moi-même. C'est vraiment toute une sensation de passer à l'attaque avec deux ou trois joueurs à tes trousses et de dominer ingénieusement le gardien de but. D'amener le gardien à changer de côté, de contrôler la rondelle malgré la confusion autour des buts et finalement de la faire pénétrer d'une autre direction, c'est ça la récompense qu'apporte l'entraînement de travail sérieux. C'est toujours un défi et c'est ça qui rend le hockey passionnant.
The Blonde Demon, otherwise known as The Flower, that was Guy Lafleur, off the French version of his 1979 disco album, La Fleur. L'édition française, we heard. Marqué un bout. The English version of that would be known as Scoring. Lafleur was a legendary Montreal Canadian hockey player known for his scoring, his love of disco, and Montreal definitely was a mecca for that in the late 70s, along with his flowing hair. So, it was natural that he'd come up with a spoken word instructional video on how to play hockey that had disco music. That's how you roll in 1979. Lafleur was the first player to score 50 goals and 100 points in six consecutive seasons. He helped his habitants to win five Stanley Cups. And watch out if my accent turns rough and gentil especially later on in this episode. Uh, Gaylefer died on April 22nd this year at the age of 70 after a long battle with lung cancer from all his cigarette smoking. Died one week after another hockey legend, Mike Bossy passed away. Another Quebecois with multiple Stanley Cups, this time with the New York Islanders. And he also died of lung cancer. There was a memorial in honor of Le Fleur at yesterday's hockey game. The Habs have definitely had a rotten year. Winnipeg was officially eliminated a couple days ago. Vancouver is teetering on the edge. I think their tragic number is one. So their playoff chances are well out of their hands. So we only got three Canadian teams in this year's Stanley Cup playoffs. This drought of not having it here is might go into the 30th year. And behind me, this is Showman in the Thunderous Staccatos. Trying to bring the original release date of this track, but it appears on volume one of Locked In to Surf and Rock and Roll Instrumentals, the Apochia label. This is an ode to a great engine, RP600. Appropriate for XHM 600 here. Talk about some of the shows happening in town this week, and one thing that we did not get a chance to do at CITR as part of our recent fun drive was have a finale party until now. Friday, April 29th, at the Redgate Art Society at the corner of Main and 3rd. As we wrap up Fun Drive 2022 a little late this year, with the help of you. We did hit our goal of $25,000, so thanks to those who donated, all our listeners. And the Fun Drive finale party, doors open at 7.30. It's all ages. Tickets start at $10, but no one will be turned around for lack of funds. And you get general tickets through redgate.tv slash tickets, or then you get them at the door. Tickets are reserved for our black, indigenous, and people of color attendees. You just have to send a direct message to at CITR and Discorder. All one word, and that is the Instagram account, or at least email hello at CITR.ca to claim that. So, Redgate membership is required. You have to show proof of vaccination and your mask. I don't know how to make a mask sound aside from headbutting right now, but yes, do wear a mask while you're there. Acts that are playing as part of the CITR Fun Drive belated finale party include Massank, and those S's are dollar signs, Gadfly, Drill DJs, and then this next act. Great local act, kind of psychedelic rock. It's Anchoress. And this year they put out a new album called Stay Positive. Here's Anchoress with Psychobabble.
Vancouver Quartet Peach Pits off of their third album which came out last month called From Two to Three we heard Drips a 
on a wire. Peach Pit have had a series of shows at the Commodore. They had two yesterday. Their final one is tonight at the Commodore. Doors are eight. Shows at nine. Tickets start at $34.5. Available through Ticketmaster. Please bear in mind, it is a 19 and older event. In the background, no, we haven't done a remote broadcast yet here. As part of Exploding Head Movies. Something to definitely explore. But anyways, this is Nathan Schubert, and this is a field recording made somewhere in northeast London. Off of Field Recordings, Volume 1. This is a pub in London at the coordinates 51.538 degrees north, 0.045 degrees east, which puts this approximately at the Lauriston Bub in Hackney by Victoria Park in northeast London. Schubert's most recent album is Field Recordings Volume 2, but they are having a record release party this Wednesday, April 27th at the Van City Culture Lab at the Culch, which is at the corner of Victoria and Venables. It's tied to the new album, The Moon From Here, featuring more conventional compositions. Doors are at 7, shows at 8, openers The Golden Age of Wrestling. And if you tuned into CITR earlier today, you would have heard Chris Riffick talking with Nathan Schubert. I'm sure he'll correct me on any mispronunciation I do since half my listeners tell me what I do wrong, which is totally like work for me. But at the very least, it looked like it was an awesome episode recorded in Dude Chillin' Park. Probably it's wrong. Hey, Abisher. Um Tickets available for Nathan Schubert's show are at $22.23, and I'm assuming that includes the service charges. If you go to eventbrite.com, look up the appropriate information there. You can get tickets to see. Two quality, experimental, and slightly glambient acts. Also in town this week is the Kiwi Act Yumi Zuma. Although they aren't fully based in Christchurch, New Zealand anymore, they're spread out throughout the world, but they keep up a wonderful AM pop sound. Yumi Zuma play this Thursday, April 28th at the Fox Cabaret. Doors are at 7, shows at 8. The opener is Noble Oak, and tickets start at $23 via admit1.com. And please bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. The most recent album is Present Tense. Here's Yumi Zuma with a song off of that. This is Astral Projection.
Darlings Yumi Zuma headlined Fox Cabaret on April 28th with support from Noble Oak. See the quartet play songs from their new album, Present Tense. Tickets on sale now.
From Winnipeg and Steinbach, Manitoba, that was Royal Canoe. That was a song off the recent compilation Vault, 2011 to 2021. The song we heard was April Time. It features unreleased demos, b-sides, and rarities after releasing their sidelining album last year. And Royal Canoe played in town recently at the Fox Cabaret. And pertaining to soundtracks, the keyboardist from the act, Matthew Schellenberg, scored the 2016 Canadian romantic comedy Lovesick. And behind me, this is the Cinematic Orchestra of 2003's fascinating album, Man with a Movie Camera. This is Odessa. Cinematic Orchestra's most recent album is 2019's To Believe. And I do want to dig into the world about Man with a Movie Camera. Plenty of detail with that since it ties to one of the many alternate soundtracks to a 1929 silent film of the same name. At the time, an experimental work that confounded viewers, but over the years has been recognized as a pioneering film for experimental camera techniques. That, you know, it's no longer a train speeding at the, at the screen and people ducking out of the way. Other artists who have scored Man with the Movie Camera include Pierre Henry, Alloy Orchestra, Biosphere, Michael Nyman, The Lothars, just to name dozens of others. And it ties into some other ideas that Exploding Head Movies has for shows tied to other films that have multiple soundtracks like Metropolis and Alfred Hitchcock's The Lodger. Odessa is one of the various shelled Ukrainian cities during the Russian invasion, which is now approaching two months. This weekend was Orthodox Easter, and shelling continued throughout the various towns as the Russian army is retreating and aiming for its more secure oblasts in Donetsk. Russian leaders went to church claiming piety. 
So we have a Ukrainian song here that I'm going to spend about like a minute trying to pronounce the title to. But this comes from a compilation originally in 2000, but this is a 2005 reissue tied to Lost Songs of the Kiev region. And in English, this hails from the village of Zhurdova. And it talks about St. Basil went there to give generously tied to Shekhdrivka in the Brovarsky district. So this is the Otava group along with the Kiev Kobsa Guild, with, hang on, Prizvidyati Vasily Pishov Shedurati. Slava Ukraini. Prizvidyati Vasily Pishov Shedurati Can you hear that? The SOS to the world from the people of Ukraine. And you've never wanted to help more, yet you've never felt more helpless. Here's what you can do. Give to the Ukraine Humanitarian Crisis Appeal. The Red Cross is on the ground to make sure your donation supplies food, water, shelter, and other urgent support. Show everyone affected by the Ukraine conflict that you hear them, loud and clear. Go to redcross.ca.
The interesting thing is that the press about what we just heard talks about being a garage rock princess, which kind of vibes, but looking at an article of the UK, they talk about carport rock princess, which actually sounds even better. From Toronto, that was Luna Lee, and off this year's album Duality, we heard Afterglow. And Luna Lee is the alias of Hannah Busier Kim, and she's got a band that definitely looks different than your standard white boy indie rock act of Toronto. Solid Asian-Canadian experience there. And Luna Lee recently collaborated with another wonderful Asian artist, although this time out of the UK, Bia Badubi. And in the background, it's a live The Minuteman, going back to a Hoboken concert in 1985 out of New Jersey. It's a live version of Corona, which a lot of people know now, since it's famous for being the theme to the MTV TV series, along with the film series Jackass recently had its fourth movie and if you think when it came out 20 years ago it's like all they're doing is just dumb stunts just like the show but now it's picked up a nostalgia factor because it's actual stunts no cgi a rarity in this day and age with you know superhero films on green screens corona segues nicely a quick coronavirus update here as we talk COVID 19. at this point i mean the weekly numbers that we're getting now since it's no longer daily indicate that, you know, hospitalizations are going up, but it seems like the ICU thing is still low. So not sure exactly where this is going, except I just know more and more people catching it. And we still barely know the long-term symptoms. So in the family, now my brother caught it. Thankfully, he does have three shots in him, so it's not too bad, but still curious to see what the long haul is there. And according to Kurt reports as well, that the spread is still coming primarily from the unvaccinated so be safe out there i have friends who've been flying through american airlines right now not specifically american airlines but u.s based airlines and the lack of masks there shows you that the spread is still going anyways let's head to london here before we start uh, crossing the channel Although that's going to be metaphorically, because a lot of these acts coming up will be Canadian as we get into French. But Vanishing Twin are a Japanese-British art rock band with connections to a collective called the Ha Ha Sound. Associated in part with the old band Broadcast, and actually one member of Broadcast is a member of that collective. But Vanishing Twin have a wild psychedelic sound that harkens to acts like Stereolab. And Leticia Sadier is actually playing guitar on a couple tracks there since she also is part of Ha Ha Sound. But there's other collaborators from acts like Bat for Lashes and then Grief Reese's Neon Neon. And Vanishing Twins' third album, Uki Geku, came out last October. A lot of fun here. And this title translates to English as the sort of title track. So this will be Big Midnight. Allons-y.
Every other Wednesday from 6.30 to 8 p.m. for Sam Squanch's Hideaway with your host, Anita B., as she plays all Canadian music with a focus on indie rock and pop. CITR 101.9 CITR 101.9 FM 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 CITR Voices of UBC This is Bijou Noir and you're listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver
Yes, this is Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. A little bit of sunset bouncing off the clouds. I can see through the little sliver of sky that we have here on unseated Musqueam territory. If you can't catch us on 101.9 FM, if you have telesoptic, we're on channel 7023 on your TV sets. I miss being able to say 101.9 FM or and cable, but nope, the cable's gone. But telesoptic is available. We are streaming live at the website live.citr.ca because citr.ca is still offline. Hence, that will be the story with this podcast. So, for those of you who listen ephemerally, maybe down the road, you can catch it again. Because I don't know how to reproduce everything here. Scroops galore are part of the act. From last year's Voyage to Mars album, we heard Munya with Pourtois. Lovely space-inspired album from the Montrealer Joisie Boivin. Sorry, Josie Boivin. And behind me, this is Goldman of 2020's The Time It Takes. This is day in, day out. We are worming our way slowly to a profile on Wes Anderson's most recent film, The French Dispatch. So it makes sense to at least listen to some contemporary musique francaise before we get into some vintage numbers. And I aimed this time around to focus on artists I've not shared before, so it isn't the usual suspects. Munya being a bit of an exception there, but the rest, somewhat new. A couple of little recent discoveries that uh, we've heard from before. I will also stick with Montreal with Julia Dagle. Although as I say this, I realize I've played some other solo material here in the past, so disregard everything I say. But Dagle is the co-founder of the band Papier. But she's been putting out solo singles for a while, and her debut album came out last year through the Lisbon Lux label. It's called Un Singe sur l'épaule. And this is where you will find this song. It is Julia Dagle with Valet Gris.
paupières closes Je vois le monde Je vois les choses From the town of Rennes in France, that was Silencio. Uh, that comes off an EP called Session Acoustique. As you can imagine, acoustic session. We heard the song Insula. Silencio is the duo of Sandrine from the act My Sleeping Doll and then Johan Levelli from Profondo Rosso. Great French Prague sort of Piccioni Giallo act. Now, the background, this isn't French, but the track translates as Printemps. This is Gouge with the A-side to a single that came out last year called Springtime. And hopefully you're having a fine spring. If you are looking west, there is a dramatic sunset here in Vancouver for sure. On one hand, it seems spring is a little bit later here in Vancouver than usual since we've only a handful of sunny, warm days, thankfully, recently. That says... 
It also feels early since all the trees have already bloomed, and I think the final round of cherry blossoms in some areas are losing their petals, as evidenced by all the vehicles with pink petals on top there. Sure definitely has been a lot of pollen this year, and if this is the future of our springs here in the Lower Mainland, I totally have to get allergy shots. Now, I was hoping this segment would be have a lot more selection here, but I had to pare things down. Because uh, anytime we think about French here in Canada, it's typically Quebec. But the Maritimes have had a strong French culture for a while. Acadian. And we got some Acadian disco for you here. From Lisa LeBlanc from Rosaville, New Brunswick. Self-professed thrash folk musician has pulled off motorhead covers on a banjo in the past. In 2020, under the alias Belinda, came up with an EP full of disco songs about bingo. Bingo disco. Why has that not come up before? And if it has, let me know. RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. The disco theme definitely pops up on her new album, Chiac Disco, and Chiac refers to a blend of English and French used in the Maritimes. There's so much more wild, modern Acadian music to share with y'all. One artist that I really do want to share, especially with his new album, is Petit Beliveau. From Chiac Disco, this is Lisa LeBlanc asking you a scenario we've definitely run into the past two years in light of COVID-19. Veux-tu rentrer dans ma bubble? Do you want to enter my bubble?
Old or New Testament? I think the New Testament. The question is, Pilate, remember Pilate from the New Testament? What does Pilate? He fiddled well. Yeah, no, well, just a minute. Let me ask the question, then you can give me the answer, okay? Did Pilate want Jesus to be crucified? Uh, uh, Pontius Pilate washed his hands of it. So did he want him to be crucified? Yeah. No. 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 Well, find a good church. It'll help you. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Spoke about that Montreal Dance Act several episodes ago when we looked at Columbia Music, since she has a connection to urban Latin producers. That was Ellie Rose, and from her 2019 self-titled album, that was Take Me Away, Eminem Moi. And behind me, this is Sarah Devachi off last year's Antiphonals album. This is Doubled Flutes. Now... Hard to believe for me, although other listeners are like, no, this would be typical, that uh, I blanked out and didn't realize last Saturday was part one of Record Store Day as part for 2022. Most of the information I had received about releases tied to the June 18th release, so that's part two there. That one I'll be ready for, but at the very least, most of the stores that were participating as part of Record Store Day should still have copies of these albums, and these are the ones that came out on Saturday. Angelo Badalamenti's score to Blue Velvet is now on wax through Varessa Saraband, and they also put out the 50th anniversary of John Williams' soundtrack to The Cowboys. If you like your 80s hip-hop music, Breakin', original motion picture soundtrack, has been reissued through Get On Down. More on the French-Italian side of things, Bruno Nicolai's score to La Dama Rossa Uccide Sette Volte. The Red Queen kills seven times. That's reissued through Cam Sugar. The soundtrack to May by James Luckett is re-released through Terror Vision. St. Vincent's most recent work for the film The Nowhere Inn is out through Loma Vista. If you're a fan of Tangerine Dream, the soundtrack to Strange Behavior, otherwise known as the 1981 film Dead Kids, that is also out through Terror Vision. We'll get into the actual soundtrack releases for this week shortly, but uh, we'll go back to France here with Terrain Vague. Which translates as Wasteland, also used the name of a 1960 French film. But this French act put out a debut EP on Friday after a series of singles, and it's also through the Montreal label Lisbon Lux. This is Travag with Sinusoidal.
The 21st edition of Docs a Documentary Film Festival returns May 5th to 15th, 2022. Committed to cultivating curiosity and critical thought, Doxa will present both short and feature films from across Canada and the globe, representing some of the best in documentary cinema. The hybrid in-person online festival will include both live and pre-recorded conversations with filmmakers, as well as some industry-specific events. Visit doxafestival.ca for more details.
from the village of Saint-Francois de Lotbonnière. I have to read this again, make sure I got that right. Saint-Francois de Lotbonnière, all Quebec, smack dab between Montreal and Quebec City. That was Salome Leclerc. And off her latest album, which was last year's Mille Ouvrages Mon Coeur, A Thousand Words, My Heart, we heard La Vie Parfois, Life Sometimes. Leclerc has been mostly a solo act, but she's also in a group called Louvre, with artists like Ariana Moffat, Marie-Pierre Arthur, Amélie, and Laurence Lafont-Baun. In the background, some Prague jazz fusion from Quebec City. This is Contrevent, from 1985's Jeu de Paume. This is Do, like water, D-apostrophe-I-A-U. We talked about record store releases earlier, but let's talk about some of the other soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week that aren't exclusively on vinyl. And do note that a good many of these may be already found in either your favorite record store where you get your music online. This list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As new releases go... Michelino Biscaglia provides the music to Charlotto, that's coming up through Milan Records... And Yarik is scored by Andreas Pfeiffer, and that is independently released. Benjamin Bailey provides the music to Ejem à la Ferreur. That's coming out through Crystal Records. Of course, everyone listens to me. He's like, what kind of French accent? You know, I'm like, I'm Finn. The R's will roll. It could be at the back of the throat. I also have a mask on, so it's all a mess, I will tell you. The miniseries The Green Planet is scored by Benji Merson and Will Slater. That's through Silver Screen, as now I'm rolling the R on all the English words here. Good job. TV series Heartstopper scored by Adiscar Chase. That's coming out through Amazing Music. John Kutzlinis composes the score to Hostile Territory. That's coming out through Movie Score Media. Lily Topples the World is scored by Carly Commando. That is independently released. Fleming Nordkrog does the score to Ogre. It's coming out through Movie Score Media. The TV series Outer Range is scored by Danny Bensi and Sauder Jurians. It's coming out through Milan Records. And those two also did the score to another TV series, Pieces of Her. But that's coming out through Nazi Music. David Burtok did the score to Peace by Chocolate. That will be out this week. Polar Bear, scored by Harry Gregson Williams. It's coming out through Disney. Carly Paradis provides the score to The Rising. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Russian Doll now has a second season, both seasons one and two, scored by Joe Wong's coming out through Gardner Recordings. Hans Zimmer, our most recent Oscar winner for Dune, his score to The Survivors coming out through Milan Records. Rock Banos does the score to Uma, that's coming out through Madison Gate. And the original score to perhaps the craziest Nicolas Cage film ever. Since he stars as himself, The Unbearable Weights of Massive Talent is scored by Mark Isham that's coming out through Lionsgate on the release front Entrada's putting out both Lawrence Rosenthal's score to Beckett and Miklos Rosa's music from Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid David Arnold's original score to Edgar Wright's film Hot Fuzz is coming out through Backlock Music season 4 of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is coming out through Sony Legacy and then an EP of music from Minecraft Wild Update Scored by Samuel Aberg and Lena Rain. That's coming out through Microsoft. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. 
Now let's get into the soundtrack from the French Dispatch, although we're going to take two tangents here, also say with acts with songs in the film. And we mostly know Jarvis Cocker for his work with the great British band Pulp, but he's been living in Paris for over a decade now. And in the film, he is a fictional pop singer known as Tip Top. And there is actually an album out by Tip Top called Chanson d'Anouy, full of wonderful covers of songs made famous by acts like Dalida, Jacques Dutron, Brigitte Fontaine, Serge Gainsbourg, and Françoise Hardy. And there's one cover of a Christophe song strongly associated with the French Dispatch. It's become a single, but we'll hear the 1965 original shortly. But this song by Gainsbourg, originally done by Brigitte Bardot, one of my favorite songs ever. This is Jarvis Cocker as Tip Top with Contact. Et j'ai pleuré, 
suis assis auprès de son âme, mais la belle dame s'était enfuie. Je l'ai cherché sans plus y croire et sans un espoir pour me guider. Je n'ai gardé que ce doux visage comme une épave sur le sable mouillé et j'ai crié Christophe, with original version of his 1965 hit, Aline, which was covered by Jarvis Cocker in the film The French Dispatch of the Liberty, Kansas Evening Sun, which came out last year, directed by Wes Anderson. Based on a love of the magazine The New Yorker, as friends Roman Coppola, Hugo Guinness, and Jason Schwartzman write... An anthology of stories with an all-star cast set in the fictional small town of Henri sur Blasé. Boredom. Aren't jaded. Tied to a magazine supplement in the Midwest newspaper. His work is being done on its final issue. After its editor, played by Bill Murray, dies. The three main stories in the film are all based on long-form articles that uh, appeared in the New Yorker over the years. And oddly enough, in the film, it's interpolated into other media. Lectures, theatrical presentations, and then TV interviews. Behind me, past Wes Anderson collaborator Mark Mothersborough, Devo, and going back to 2004 from The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, which I still need to profile properly outside of George Cio's Brazilian covers of David Bowie songs. This is Ping Island, Lightning Strike Rescue Op. For the French Dispatch, Wes Anderson worked again with longtime collaborator Alexander Desplat on the score and then his music supervisor Randall Poster and Poster is the one who secures the licensing of the songs for all the films Wes Anderson definitely shows his tastes Poster's the one who gets it done at one point in French Dispatch's history is supposed to be a musical but over time it switched into the film that we have now most of the songs appeared in the second story, tied to a student revolution, kind of associated with 1968, has Timothy Chamolet, with a story written by Francis McDormand. And this is where you'll find these two songs. We'll start off with Chantal Goya from the French Dispatch. This is Thomas Trop Monty. 
Started with Chantel Goya with Tumatropmenti. Then we heard the Swingle Singers with their version of Johann Sebastian Bach's Fugue Number no. Two in C Minor from the Well-Tempered Clavier. In the background, Ennio Morricone, originally from the film Malamondo. He is joined by I Cantori Moderni di Alessandroni with L'ottimi Volta. As part of the 600th episode, I was thinking about Ennio Morricone profile, maybe two meals for Sister Sarah. The Malamondo soundtrack was recently reissued. I could have done that, but the initial playlist looks super complicated, so that's why you're getting a fistful of Anderson right now. For the score, Alexander Desplat worked with the pianist Jean-Yves Thibodeau 
and they drew inspiration with composers like Eric Satie and Thelonious Monk. But they paired him with unusual duos, including harp, timpani, bassoon, and tuba. And everything we're going to hear is a wild mix. It almost feels Dadaist. You get a little bit of Impressionism, some proto-ambience, but amongst all the instruments there, including the harpsichord, there's some banjo, too. Definitely is the Wes Anderson side of whimsy. Alexander Desplat has worked now on Anderson on six films, starting with the fantastic Mr. Fox up until now. Desplat won an Oscar for his sublime music from the Grand Budapest Hotel, which we profiled in the past. Desplat also won a second Oscar for The Shape of Water. So. As noted before, Desplat's score appears primarily in two of the anthology stories in the accompanying segments. And we'll feature one track from each of those. So from the first segment... Here's Alexander Desplat with Jean-Yves Thibodeau on the piano. This will be the Berenson Lectures at the Clampett Collection. Thank you. 
Alexandre Desplat, from his score to the French Dispatch, we first heard that Berenson lectures at the Clampet Collection tied to the first part of the anthology as we look at the world of art through the idea for the eyes of a prison painter. And then from the third segment, we heard the private dining room of the police commissioner setting up almost like a Tantan-type story about a special meal made by a chef who specializes in police cooking. But then there's a kidnapping, and things go sideways. The French Dispatch had a bit of a mixed reception, and that's the case usually with anthologies, because you're dealing with mixed stories in a single film. In a lot of cases, it's the Wes Anderson whimsy that you have to deal with, because you're having constructions almost like dioramas in place there. It works if you can appreciate the wiring that's done up there. And I'll say the third segment is my favorite. But you can tell there's a love there of the written word tied to magazine articles. Stylistically, some of the films are shot like French New Wave films by Jean-Luc Godard. And then, yeah, there's even some animation that sneaks in, which definitely ties into that tan-tan talk. In a rarity, the French Dispatch was not nominated for any Oscars, not even for screenplay or set design anything nature. He was nominated only for one Golden Globe, and that was Alexander Desplat for his score. But he lost to Hans Zimmer on the unstoppable machine that is doomed. Alexander Desplat's most recent work is the score to George Clooney's The Midnight Sky and then a French romantic comedy called Eiffel. Coming up next, it's The Outfits and then another collaboration with Guillermo del Toro, Guillermo del Toro, with whom he did Shape of Water with, and that is a new stop-motion adaptation of Pinocchio. But both Desplat and Anderson will work together as Anderson's shooting his next film in Spain right now on a massive set. It's called Asteroid City. So I'm curious if there's a bit of a space saga for that. So that's going to be their sixth collaboration. But Wes Anderson's also working on a Netflix film tied to more Roald Dahl. And that is the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. That's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. And coming up very shortly, 
It's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. He will guide you to around midnight, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, well, too bad. <laughs> Until the web server's back up and podcasts are running again, this is kind of a one and done, although the logging server will definitely hold on to this for quite some time, and hopefully we can get that website up and running again. So, I haven't made a recording of this from home, so... I'm looking forward to hearing how this sounds once things are back. So hopefully we get the podcast up and running for you again. Exploding Hemus is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at Hunter Down on Instagram. You can find me as my op man, but you can email anytime radio free gack at gmail.com. I can always post a track listing somewhere. Next week, I dug up an old playlist I've been trying to figure out for years. I thought it was gonna be complicated, but looking at subsequent shows I'm looking at. It's not that bad, so we're going to be looking at vintage Warner Brothers cartoon sounds from Carl Stalling, so expect a lot of pianos to drop some later. Then later into May, maybe we'll look at, uh, for Asian Heritage Month, things like My Neighbor Totoro, Hidden Fortress. We'll see. Johan Johansson had some recent posthumous reissues. We'll figure it out. Behind me from Toronto, this is the Humber College Jazz Ensemble as of 1977 from their album Big Band Jazz Volume 2 on the way to Montreux. This is Scump Chowder. I will close with one more song from an earlier Wes Anderson film since scattered throughout all his films, there's a love of French pop. So, from the film Rushmore, we'll hear the actor Yves Montand with the song Rue C'est Vincent. You have been listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe, because, yes, we are now year three of a pandemic. It's still going around. Family's catching it. Everyone's isolating. Please stay safe. Shlava Ukraini. Elle avait sous sa toque de martre, sur la butte Montmartre, un petit air innocent. On l'appelait Rose, elle était belle, à sentait bon la fleur nouvelle, rue Saint-Vincent. On n'avait pas connu son père, elle n'avait plus de mère. Et depuis 1900, à chez sa vieille aïeule, ou qu'à s'élever comme ça toute seule, rue Saint-Vincent, à travailler déjà pour vivre, et les soirs de givre, sous le froid noir et glaçant, son petit fichu sur les épaules. À rentrer par la rue des Saules, rue Saint-Vincent. À voyer dans les nuits de gelée, la nappe étoilée, et la lune en croissant, qui brillait blanche et fatidique, sur la petite croix de la basilique, rue Saint-Vincent. 
J'étais par les chauds crépuscules à rencontrer Jules, qui était si caressant. Qu'à rester la soirée entière avec lui près du vieux cimetière, rue Saint-Vincent. Mais le petit Jules était de la tierce qui soutient la gerce, aussi l'adolescent. Voyant qu'elle ne marchait pas au pantre, d'un coup de surin lui trouva le ventre. Rue Saint-Vincent. Quand ils l'ont couché sous la planche, elle était toute blanche. Même quand l'ensevelissant, les croque-morts disaient que la pauvre gosse était claquée le jour de sa noce. Rue Saint